changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a couple of my new favorite stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Amazing Mom. Today, we're going to talk about moms who stood up for what was right and taught their children a lesson that would never leave them. Because even when the kids don't admit it, they're listening and following the lead of their mothers, who may be their most important role models. In our first story, Lynn Sunday describes her mother, a stay-at-home mom in the 1940s and 1950s who didn't even drive. She was very dependent on her husband, and she was not very independent compared to today's mothers. She was a petite, shy Hungarian immigrant who lavished love and attention on her children, but didn't really make an impact outside the home. But then one day, Lynn saw what her mother was made of. It was 1951, and a family in their suburban New York neighborhood had a black nanny named Harriet who cared for their young son, Vince. Lynn's mom had become friends with Harriet, who had a great sense of humor. And sometimes on hot summer days, Lynn and her mom would join Harriet and little Vince at a nearby brook to cool off in the water. Vince was five and Lynn was six. And one day, two older boys, really nasty, rushed up to them. And for reasons that six-year-old Lynn didn't understand, called Harriet a word that Lynn had never heard before, and then began pelting her with ripe tomatoes. Lynn doesn't remember how Harriet reacted, but she does remember what her polite, timid mother did. She deliberately stepped in front of Harriet so the tomatoes would hit her instead. Lynn can still see the blotchy red stains on Harriet's starched white uniform and on her mother's white arm. And Lynn says she never forgot that lesson, and it set her on the path to being a woman who doesn't hesitate to speak out against injustice and oppression. Candace Parker was influenced by her mother as well. Candace was adopted one of 13 children. Her mother had two biological children, three stepchildren, and eight adopted children. And not surprisingly, with that many kids, Candace's mom had to be tough. Candace says she'll never forget the time she and her sisters found a wallet in the park. The four of them were between the ages of eight and ten, and they found a pink wallet with three whole dollars in it. And they thought long and hard about what they would buy with their riches. They voted and they decided it would be best to splurge on chips, candy, and soda at the neighborhood gas station. So they took that wallet home and they stashed it in their room and they took turns guarding the wallet. But then their mother started to sense that something was amiss. She quizzed them and quizzed them and interrogated them until the girls couldn't take it. They decided they couldn't spend the money, so they buried the wallet in the sandbox, and they resolved to never talk about it again. But their mom wasn't done. She knew something was going on, and she sat them down in the family room where they had an old church pew that served as extra seating when the couch was full. Talk about symbolism, right? So finally, one of the girls broke down, 
and confessed about the wallet. And Candace's mom piled them all into her 15-passenger van and sped off with them. They didn't know where. She was taking them to the Southfield Police Department. And by the time she marched them in there, the girls were crying. Their mother told the officers to arrest all of her girls. And the girls sobbed and assured their mother that they were sorry and that they had learned their lesson. Their mother grabbed her fanny pack and strode out, leaving them with the police, who played along and gave them a stern talking to. It felt like they were there for hours, although Candace said it was probably only 15 minutes before their mom came back to retrieve them. Candace says that people might think her mom's discipline was a bit extreme, but as Candace looks back, she sees that her mom was focused on teaching her 13 children how to distinguish right from wrong. That takes a lot of caring on the part of a mother because it's hard to be the disciplinarian. But her mom showed compassion too. On their ride home from that scary police station, Candace remembers what her mother said to break the girls' chagrin silence. You are all good kids. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts so that each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Amazing Mom, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. And you can pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Costco Canada, and wherever else books are sold. Come back for our next episode to hear from Eileen Chaplick Alesco, who's going to share a couple of her stories about how she broke out of the mold and did things a little differently, becoming the first woman in Chicago to manage a TV station, one that she actually founded. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.